And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian who, just like his home state of Nevada, is a lot of fun on the surface, but inside, nothing but buckaroos and aliens. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer at Bob's Burgers and the number one fan of sports-wide catcher Arnold Peanuts Nuts. It's Wendy Molino. Chef Jeff is here to show us how to make fish tacos, and most importantly, how to get them to eat the tacos. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Hello, my little dipping dots. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I'm now taking carb suggestions on Patreon, and that one was from Kelly L. And I was going to mention at the end of the show, but then I realized there's no way I will remember at the end of the show. Hi, David. Oh, hello. Aren't they dipping dots? Oh, are they? I don't think they're dipping. Are they dipping or are they dipping? Like like it's an app. Dipping. Dipping. I was wondering if they were making a more formal dot. <laughs> and that's what you were talking about—a oh. dipping dot. It's like for a fancier. It's a little higher price point. It's Is it nicer the same, dots, same size dot. Well, I find the dots. I've only sampled them because, of course, my eldest child is obsessed with dip in dots. dots. <laughs> I think we get them at like the zoo, so I think they're mm. like dip in dots. I they're they're just weird. they look like pebbles and they look a little like cat litter. Mm. <laughs> I would think a dipping dot would have an elegant shape, more like yes. a what are what are the actually not that fancy candies, but that are like Andy's mints? like Ferraro Rocher oh. or something like that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is Geraldine Ferraro's chocolate company. I think. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah, after she retired from politics, that's what she did. Um, yeah, so maybe dipping dots are like an elegant, right? That you won't be embarrassed serving to friends at dinner parties. I'm you just putting out dipping dots? These are dipping dots. Your mother's coming over. I got out the dipping dots. Gour- gourmet dipping dots. <laughs> also, we're saying dipping as if that's the way <laughs> you say it. I recently had a version of dipping. They weren't even. They weren't even they were up to the. Dipping. They weren't even up to the caliber of dipping dots. And I will explain that story of which I think I just told the whole story. After I finish saying hello to my guests, hello and welcome back, Wendy Molino. Thanks, Allison. It's very nice to be here. It is wonderful to see you again. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Great to see you too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. What do you want to talk about besides dipping Dots? No matter what, I'm not going to talk about my pubic hair. <laughs> I don't I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> so yeah, we got these off-brand dipping I don't know what they were called. They were just Where called dippity dots. Where? Dip- at at dippy, pavilions. Dippy dots. Oh, at pavilions. Yeah. Mm. There was something that was just little balls of ice cream and I'm like that seems fun. They and tasted then it tasted like just oil like frozen oil. That's what it tasted like, frozen sweet oil. It was the flavor was Oreo crunch. But it really mm. wasn't. No, That's it was just not- so it was an off flavor. Do you think it was crumbled styrofoam that, that somebody made cold? Yeah, packing. It, that's what styrofoam. it tasted like. Um, yeah, there wasn't a lot of. Well, I actually I was going to say there wasn't a lot of melt in your mouth, but I don't know because I'm too impatient. So maybe there was. You just but crunch I, away like they were ice cubes. Yeah, they're called pack in peanuts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think we're going to need to interview Wendy's son to find out. Yeah. If 
dipping dots are good? Or do they just taste like cold, hard wax as well? He loves them. I don't know. But he like eats he have a macaroni and cheese, okay. oh, spaghetti, pizza. Mm. I mean, it's not. Kid food. Yeah. Anytime I read one of those articles, there was an article <laughs> where a woman was like, I give my son these tacos I make with seaweed and brown rice. And I'm like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> The women that I know from Mommy and Me are always coming home from farmers markets to whip up like smoothies with all sorts of ingredients for their children. Elliot, I've not exposed him to any of that fancy stuff yet. But also, um, he's—I don't know. I mean, he's—he's kind of just tipping his toes into uh, real food. It's not like yeah, but their kids are all the same age too. Put that in his mouth. (laughs) <laughs> see what i did because you shouldn't put your like yeah it's funny um <laughs> he's eating avocado like real avocado he's yes. eating oats like oatmeal mm, infant oatmeal well little mini mini tiny oats i'm like, not it's like powder it's it like, is ew. it does not resemble oatmeal yeah. in any way what i do they trust do? that there's oats in there but they're like, four avocados do they pulverize oatmeal they, they just must, they just shred it up really fine yeah I that's think. right like pulverize i don't know if they actually pulverize it honey does pulverize mean something different than shredding is it pulverizing it up? like smashing yeah, I think of it as like, yeah, like boy, oh. the Hulk really pulverized the hell out of that building. Yeah, rather not just... like Gerber really pul- pulverized the hell out of that oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, egg on my face. I was wrong. You're... I think they just grind it up. You're forgiven. Thank you. Okay. I was hoping they grew like tiny little oats somewhere. <laughs> oh, that'd be so, oh, like a whole mini. Yeah, mini farms. Wheat. <laughs> I would be so into that's what a mini the, farm. That's yeah. what the Smurfs grow. Yeah, they do. They're Smurf wheat fields. Tiny. Remember in Big when he eats the tiny little corn? (laughs) It's so cute. Yeah. I guess you guys probably all didn't see the Smurf movie, did you? No. No. Guys, it has the craziest messages for women in it. I would like to hear. I think if if it were a mainstream movie, America (laughs) would have been up and fucking. There would have been a second women's march (laughs) for the fucking (laughs) Smurf sequel that I saw over the summer. So. Follow me down this path. So Smurfette, it turns out, and I guess if you're a big Smurf person and you haven't seen the movie yet and you want to like... Daniel. Yeah, you don't want a spoiler, turn your radio off now because you're listening to podcasts on your radio, first of all. Turn your (laughs) radio off, plug your phone in because you're not hearing this because it doesn't play on the radio. Then then turn your phone off again because there's going to be a spoiler for the Smurf movie. Just so you know, yeah. last week we discussed the fact that when Daniel was younger, he collected Smurfs and he had a special shelf that he kept Big his Smurf Smurfs in. Oh, really? Here. So if yeah. anyone is going to know what is canon... <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll maybe yeah. know this. Now, and big shout out to all the, the folks coming out of the Smurf closet. Uh, you know, fist up, blue, blue fist in the air, Smurf life. <laughs> Sounded like... Smurf life forever. <laughs> <laughs> Is that L Y F E? Did you get a, a lot of fellow figurine owners? Just people just yeah. whispering in my ear, "Hey, it's all right." I know like a lot the of Smurfs. Tweets. I didn't have a lot of figure. I would love to add figurines, but my family just don't have that kind of money. But that would have been nice. <laughs> well, you go out there, you work hard, you ride your bike down to the right. Walgreens, you spend your your yeah, money, money. Get yourself a Smurf or two. For. Ex- 
Excuse oh. me, the Hallmark store. I'm sorry that Mar- I didn't listen Mary's to last Hallmark week's show, so I didn't know not to talk about yeah. Smurfs again, but here we fucking are. No, so. if you had listened to last week, I feel like you would have had more determination Even to more. talk about Smurfs this week. It's a through line. People come back for the Smurfs content. Very so right. I can just throw what I would, uh-huh. I think a question that people had many times, mm. like, Smurfette's just the only female Smurf there. Does it deal with the sexual relations involved within the Smurf community? They are well, sexual I have, beings. Right. No, but I have news about this. This okay. is the whole thing about this movie. Okay. So it starts off like, I can't remember why Smurfette and three of the other Smurfs, I want to say like Hefty, is that one of them? Hefty. Yeah, Hefty Smurf. <laughs> sure. Brainy. No, what's his name? Strong Smurf. What's his name? Strongy. That is not his hefty, isn't it? I don't know. What's his name? You don't know. You had a collection. I I had different names for them. Okay. (laughs) There's like Brainy and like Weirdy and Hefty. Oh, Brawny. Brawny? Sure. I feel like that. Maybe it's a Swerf. Maybe it's a a dwarf. I don't know. know. Did I say Swerf? I might have. (laughs) But here we are. So they have to leave and go like look for something. It's like a quest movie, right? Mm -hmm. So they leave, even though Papa Smurf tells them not to because he's the fucking patriarchy and Papa Smurf tells everybody what to do. (laughs) So Smurfette and her three buds, one of whom is into her. I don't sexually. know. Sexually. Huh. At least sensually. Uh, I don't know about sexually. Yeah. I don't know what's going on down there. A lot of tantra. They didn't have any, like, <laughs> they didn't have anything graphic about their mm. um, genitals, but <laughs> we were saved that. They go <laughs> on a quest. I predicted that. I know. They don't have genitals. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> your figurines didn't. I've but, um, <laughs> so they go and they find a whole other village of women Smurfs. What? what? So you're kind of like, oh, this must be where Smurfette is from. There's women Smurfs, mm-hmm. and maybe they had like one guy, and then there's the man Smurfs. Oh, it was probably a whoopsie, a classic Smurf whoopsie, where it's like separated at birth at the Smurf <laughs> hospital or some shit like that. And are they called female Smurfs, or are they like, oh, look at all these Smurfettes? Because that's her name, but that's also kind of what she is. I don't right. think they called them Smurfettes. I think it was like, oh, here's a bunch of ladies. So you think that's like kind of where the movie is going like she'll go and spend time with them but she'll realize that even though that's sort of who she is it's okay for her to fit in over like i'm already like projecting mm-hmm. what okay what's the moral of the movie were they like be? amazon smurfs kind you, of yes yeah. they were like warrior smurfs right. so yeah. like started with sort of like a wonder, wonder woman. woman type situation but then instead it turns out smurfette and you might already know this daniel <laughs> was molded from a lump of clay mm-hmm. by gargamel yep. what to be bad what? it's like a fucking adam and eve story with smurfette as like original sin what the fuck and then she fucking <laughs> sacrifices herself and almost dies for like all, the, all the men movie? smurfs yes <laughs> i saw this thing twice so i know about what? it why I twice? know about this. I hate this. Because, like, I'll take my son to see any movie he likes as many times as he wants. <laughs> because to me, I don't get to go on a lot of vacations or anything right now to get to sit in the dark for, like, mm. 90 minutes and no one talks to me. <laughs> that, to me, is, like, how you see other yeah. people on Instagram, like, go to Thailand for three weeks. Uh-huh. That, to me, my 90 minutes at the fucking Sherman Oaks Galleria sitting quietly where no one speaks to me, that's my Thailand vacation right there. Mm-hmm. So I took him to see it twice and yeah it's a lot of terrible terrible like i was like thank god i didn't bring like a little girl here but then i'm like oh it's also bad for a little boy to watch this shit it was bad Bad, i have a friend who spent a lot of time a lot of his childhood in germany where the smurfs originated and they he said that the smurfs there are very different 
Mm. And so I, I've got to ask about that. They're all talking like this and very <laughs> yeah. Yes, they're very. I'm so bored. <laughs> they're very involved in their relationships. Um, I will have to I'm ask him about. I'm Smurf. Yes. I have to ask him about Smurfette in Germany. I'll okay. get back to you. So she also molded from a lump of fucking yeah, like clay by that's, Gargamel. That's what I was going to ask. Daniel, right. you knew that? That she was molded? <laughs> no, I had no idea. I don't know. So what was she what sent like an agent into the Smurf village? Because yes, this is actually yes, ringing a to bell. Do, to do like bad shit, but instead she like decided to be good. Mm. And, but she also like wears heels. I sort of remember that, I believe that this was covered in the original cartoons. Right. So wait, Gargamel was kind of God to the Smurfs? Uh, like he created he the I don't Smurfs? know. No, I think he made the Smurfette. Well, but he can create Smurf life. No, I agree. And why is then right. if he can do that, why is he fucking hunting for the Smurfs all the time? Right. Make your own Smurfs. Well, yeah. what does that say about our relationship with God? God's always hunting for us if we're the Smurfs in this analogy. Yeah, why doesn't he just make more of us? What God is, is our Gargamel. Can't Didn't Gargamel like he figured out that Smurfs like he could grind them up, make them into gold or something like that? Like there were some crazies. There were he wanted to do something bad. Can't yeah. believe you're not more helpful on this, Daniel. I know. No, you just had the figurines. <laughs> I back. never promised to be an expert. I only said I collected the figurines, okay? This is sort <laughs> of I had a very rich uh internal life that did not <laughs> that did not uh, get influenced by uh mass media. I tried to pass myself off briefly and I I don't know why, as a tropical fish expert and enthusiast. When? Was this when you were on when? Geraldo? No. <laughs> No, I, first of all, you're talking about when I was on Montel, oh, Montel. as a New York expert, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, please don't ask me anything I'm not prepared for. But anyway, uh, so my dad had fish when I was growing up, so there were always all sorts of fish tanks, and he was super into tropical fish, and at one point he was like trying to breed discus, which are a really rare kind of fish, and I know the difference between like cichlids and this, and I knew some fish terms. So I was dating this guy who's roommate had a tank or something and i don't know what i said to indicate that like oh yeah i know fish <laughs> maybe i just was like oh is this salt water or fresh water that's some lingo you're dropping right there yeah I, mean. I don't know what i said <laughs> but then when he introduced me to his roommate he said something about like oh she knows a lot about fish and then very fast that conversation just ended and I realized I don't know I don't know dick about fish. I just know a and few do names. They have dicks. <laughs> yeah, I just know a few names of fish. I really don't know much more than that. Hmm. That reminds me of when we went to visit my husband's family the first time. We were in the car and we were driving and <laughs> Jeff pointed out a church. And goes, isn't that a pretty church? And I was like, yeah. And then his sister said something about it. And then he said to them, Wendy's very into church architecture. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> he just straight fucking made it up. Oh, no. And I didn't correct him in the moment because they had already like started talking to me basically about churches and other ones we should see. <laughs> and I literally had just met them. So for the rest of the trip, I had to pretend to be interested in all the churches they pointed out, <laughs> about which I could not give a rat's ass, but I had to pretend to be into churches. And I think by now, we've been together for like, I don't know, how long now? How long is it? 15 years. That like I think they've forgotten, because this was like 12 years ago, maybe, when this was when this all started. 
but now I think they don't think I like churches anymore. Or they just, it's, it's, it's so way back in their memory. Wait, you had been together with him for three years before you met his family? I'd see, this is where my math falls apart. It oh. was probably like a year. So this was, then it was 14 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Even longer. <laughs> I had a similar story that involved um, deer blinds in very sure. rural, like central sure. Minnesota. Uh, with my girlfriend's extended family. And I had, we'd been talking about fish huts and f- like lake fishing on frozen lakes. Mm. And I was really into I know that. all about that. Do yeah. you really? <laughs> no. Damn it. I know everything about fish though. <laughs> I could just be an enthusiast of that. I didn't know anything about it. I was asking a lot of mm. questions. They later gave me a book on it for like Christmas or something. <laughs> of course. Because I was so enthusiastic. But then the day as we were like making our way, I think back toward Minneapolis, uh, we got up really early to go look around at like where they deer hunt. And I could sense it coming as we were looking around. My girlfriend was in the front seat. I was comfortably in the back where I didn't have to do a lot of interacting about the deer blinds. Wait, what are, I'm sorry, what are deer blinds? So I'm glad you've asked. They are essentially just a fort on stilts. And it's like, or like a doghouse on stilts. It's like for hunting. For hunting. And you just sit up there in it. And it's so flat out there. It is unbelievable that deer have anywhere to hide. They're like a few trees and like, well, but there's some deer in there. And then they build this doghouse thing on stilts. So I was being driven around like sort of rural Minnesota to like, we'd stop. There's one. Okay. And then we stopped at a convenience store. My girlfriend goes, why don't you hop in the passenger seat? I was like, no, no, I'm I'm very comfortable in the back here. She's like, no, 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 you can get up there. You can see better. You can see all the deer blinds from there. <laughs> I was like giving her that look of like, please, 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 please. And she just, yeah, you'll like it. And within 30 seconds, she's fast asleep in the back. And then I had to like come up with stuff to say, like looking at all those things. And I, it was really overwhelming and intimidating to think of it. And that one, how many hunters would you get in there at a time? <laughs> does, does it have a fridge? <laughs> Can That's I a ask lot of a question. Yes. Is it 1 million degrees in here or am I having a medicine side effect? I don't know. It I would say be... medicine side effect. Really? Yeah, I yeah. am like burning up. Like my skin is on fire right now. Is... So I think I'm having the <laughs> yeah. I'm on these fertility drugs and one right. of the side oh, effects is a hot flash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can and affect your I was just wondering if it was only me and I looked around at everyone and no one else is sweating. <laughs> it's you. And I was like, it's me a thousand percent and I don't know what to do. I have... What's that the sound of? Volcano erupting. Oh, my God. It's so soothing. It is. It's like white noise. It is. Inhale. It's (laughs) nice. I actually have been feeling extra hot lately. Like, I've been running. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking, why am I having hot flashes? But I'm comfortable right now, just to make you feel worse. Yeah. No, it's fine. Maybe it'll pass. I I just wondered, and now my glasses are fogging (laughs) up. I'm so hot that I'm producing my own sort of, like... Uh, an weather system. system. Microclimate. I'm producing You're a, a mic- weather system. I have to take my glasses off. <laughs> oh, guys, this is fun. This is very fun. Well, I want to tell you guys. Oh, here we go. About Fab Fit Fun. It's a seasonal subscription box for busy women to discover brands and products for a life well lived. It's more than just a beauty sample box. Fab Fit Fun delivers a mix of full size. So it's not just little tiny samples. It's full size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products to your door four times a year for just $49.99 a box. Um, I received a FabFit Fun. Cool. Did you look in it, Daniel? Yeah, I was like, man, I want one of these for dudes. Yeah, I know. You, that mug that you complimented nice mug. was from that box. There's a mug, a reversible poncho, a hair mask that smells like coconut, full-size 
hand the lotion. The whole box smells good. I know. The whole thing does. A necklace, um, an, an exercise ball. Yeah, it's a it's big just, box. I folks. know. <laughs> no, it's not It's not inflated. But that, we need, we can always use more of those because we we're bounce a, Elliot on We're those. an exercise ball family. We are. Um, <laughs> I know I'm leaving out. Oh, like super comfy, Fuzzy cozy stuff. socks. There's yes. cozy things in there. No, I feel like I'm leaving out even other stuff though. Oh, oh. A yeah. whole bunch of eyeshadow and highlighter. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bunch of really cool stuff. You get over $200 worth of products for $49.99. And if you use a promo code, you can get my promo code, get $10 off your first box. That's $39.99 for over $200 value. Go to FabFitFun to subscribe. Sign up to get your FabFitFun box today. Go to FabFitFun.com and use promo code ROSEN to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 value for just $39.99. Again, go to FabFitFun, F-A-B-F-I-T-F-U-N.com and use my code ROSEN to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Okay, so we received an email that uh, I would like to share. It involves Nevada Day. Or oh. is it Nevada Day? How are we pronouncing yeah. it? Don't you dare <laughs> say Nevada in front. It's Nevada for sure. Okay. And the best way to remember it is Nevada-tude. Here's how much of a piece of shit Trump is. Not that you need to know that beyond <laughs> it. He went to a crowd of people in Nevada and said, folks, it's Nevada. <laughs> For no other reason, I can hate him beyond comprehension. What a fucking he, asshole. He's Maybe like the, we should just give him a chance. <laughs> he's like Maybe those people. Just give him a chance. I, I've hey, let everything else go. He's doing a, a wonderful job. But just that, but that one thing. Has he, he even had a chance to fuck up as much as everyone yeah. is say, saying he's fucked up? Give him a chance. <sighs> let's just, I mean, maybe, look, maybe he'll do all the horrible things that people are predicting, but let's just give him a chance before we weigh in. <laughs> do you think there's someone whose job it is to, um, expand his pants a little so a diaper will go in there <laughs> i was thinking about that last night that there's one guy if they can get to that guy like they're working so hard on this russia stuff if they can find the guy who expands his pants a little to get a diaper mm-hmm. in there that guy's gonna fucking crack the whole empire yeah like america is not gonna stand for a diaper president they're just not <laughs> that's the one thing that's gonna bring him down it's just the embarrassment that he wears diaper i hope you're right i hope yeah. you're right because i feel like it's surprising what America has shown that it will stand for. Yeah. Like everyone getting murdered <laughs> and Nazis being back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like those are two things I right. didn't think everybody would like. But, you but feel again, like, the like that, it's gonna... like how I, the first time I saw Cameron Diaz act, I thought I literally was like, well, she, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> and same thing for me with obviously Nazis and everyone getting murdered. I saw that and I was like, nobody's going to like that. But now that's America's Cameron Diaz. We have similar things in that regard. Yeah. I, I now base my things on like my initial reaction. Like I cannot even imagine. I know it's going to be a hit. I know it's. I remember that with Eminem. Right. Hi, my name is. Hi, I was like, no way. Nope, people are gonna enjoy that. No, and then (laughs) what happened? They took him serious with his scowly look. Well, this guy's tough. This guy that goes, hi, my name is. Hi, (laughs) toughest guy. Yeah, I famously said Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, what is this? A new CB radio? Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. this will be around for five minutes. Right. I remember being like, tweet. It's called a tweet. Oh, come on. <laughs> yep. I was at a screening, a pre release screening of Avatar, and the whole time I'm snickering and going, oh, this movie sucks. And the movie ended, I'm like, <laughs> and everyone's standing ovation. I was like, <laughs> oh, misjudge <laughs> the audience. Yeah. 
So what was the Cameron Diaz movie you saw? The Mask. I didn't Uh, like her in it. I do like her in other things I've seen her in since. But for some reason, The Mask, I was like, no. (laughs) I don't know who this is, but this is the last time I'm going to see that face. (laughs) (laughs) So it would turn out that I was was wrong, guys. Cameron Diaz, I fucking apologize. But Mm, she's a listener. I think she's a pretty good actress, really. She's, yes. But in The Mask, I did not enjoy. I don't know why. Yeah. Just didn't. Probably it was like, probably it was like one of those girlfriend parts. Right? Yeah. There's no winning at those. I have had problems with Olivia Munn's acting in the newsroom or newsroom. I did not watch it. I watched one. I said, this is not for me. One of the shows? One, one newsroom. Okay, yeah. It was It was just called Newsroom, right? Not the newsroom. I don't know. It got, I got hooked on that show, even though Aaron Sorkin somewhat drives me nuts. And by somewhat, I mean really drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like the show. Her acting was noticeable. Mm. Mm. That's the worst thing acting can be. Mm-hmm. Some people say that. I There's lots of things like that. I feel that way about Kevin Spacey. I, I've always been like, <laughs> I don't get it. This guy is always, he's always like, hey, look at me, I'm Kevin Spacey, you know? Yeah. I'm Kevin Spacey as this, I'm Kevin Spacey as that, don't you love it? (laughs) And I'm like, not really, you know, not particularly too much. Yeah. I wasn't a big House of Cards person, so. No. It's like, hi, I'm Kevin Spacey playing Foghorn Leghorn, playing a evil senator. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't get it. The way he jumps into every scene. (laughs) Me again. (laughs) Here I am. Hi. Uh, All right. Well, I have a friend whose name is Nevada, and she pronounces it Nevada. I don't care for that. (laughs) All right. Do we have any sort of music that goes with an email? I was trying. I was racking my brain. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home (laughs) means the sage and the pine. Now we're talking. Out where the trucky (laughs) silvery rills. Out where the sun always shines. That fool is eager. <laughs> Perfect. Are you from Nevada? Is that yeah. why this is happening? Okay. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know yeah. the deep background oh, right. on, this, okay, on yes. this bit so that I knew what was happening. Well, you'll, I don't care once for I, that. <laughs> once I read the email, you will understand. <laughs> okay. There was a discussion of Nevada Day. Okay. Do you, Wendy, do you know what Nevada Day is? I'm assuming it's a huge holiday in Nevada where everybody just stops what they're doing. And just appreciates <laughs> the things about it. Zizix Road, that thing when you're driving to Las Vegas where there's the big shiny reflector. Probably that's a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Probably that one. You know who I bet they appreciate on Nevada Day? Is Run the board. one time I saw what I thought was, I thought was a beautiful moment. It was like a bride. I saw the bride in the lobby of a casino. <laughs> and then I saw her groom in a wheelchair and I just thought like look at their love like I don't know what happened whether he was always in a wheelchair or something happened while they were together and I was like wow and then he threw up on himself and <laughs> fell out of the wheelchair and I realized he had been placed in a wheelchair oh, because he was too drunk to walk and so my whole like story of them right. and that she was like you know like what you know i don't know he was a veteran or you know whatever and instead it was just like he was so drunk after their wedding they went out and got so fucked up that he barfed and that i probably that's a thing that Mm -hmm. couple is probably on the flag i wish i could say yeah but they're visitors oh they were visitors (laughs) okay all right well i don't know 
<laughs> All right, here we go. I do have that tattooed on my back. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I remember. You sent me a picture of it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you take it yourself? Because that's challenging. I have a team. You have a, back, you have a back photography team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that's more what I was showing off. Because I, I remember there was the um, watermark on it. Yeah. To make sure that I didn't they send do that it on. I, I'm at 14 freebies, and they... they uh, started doing that at like 11 oh and i was like i have a few more right and i certainly wasn't gonna pay for that one that one wasn't good i've paid for other ones of your back yeah i know from your i team. know the first 10 were gorgeous am i wrong no they were amazing yeah no water like when works. i feel down i'm like let me look at a picture of david's back with the tattoo or did were you getting these before the tattoo as well i think I can't remember. Were you setting them before the tattoo? <laughs> I think you were. Yes, that's why I got the team. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'd always do something like interesting. Like there'd be a bird like <laughs> perched on your shoulder. Oh, facing the w- towards the camera? Maybe both. Like if or I like- saw a bird in a tree, <laughs> it was so much work to get myself together. Get my shirt off. Get the bird on your shoulder and then get the whole team to come over. Because they're not cheap. That's what I'm guessing. Like like fifteen hundred dollars to get. Were they, them they, they were living with you for a while. I mean, I yeah, I had to house them. Yeah, I was sending you all those photos. Like, I remember. <laughs> everyone at work was like, "Your phone's going off a lot," and I was like, "I'm sorry." And then I silenced it. But then it was the thing where like you started calling, and like you know, how even if you have it on do not disturb, if somebody calls you. <laughs> it breaks through. I didn't know that. That is true. I know that because of when David was <laughs> calling me at work to make sure I saw his back photos. I had invested so much time. And I told you the amount of overtime I was working. I know. I was so excited to get the team. I got them all moved in. I got them the kinds of cereal they wanted. I just felt really targeted. Like, I didn't know why. It Who was else I to send it to? I had to buy them. <laughs> I bought a bunch. I bought a ton. <laughs> Thank you. You really did. I appreciate. You should put that. some of them on your website, Allison. I some should. of David's back photography <laughs> for the fans yeah, to so see with, with the watermark. Or, I mean, when I was doing it myself, all the way like the progression to the watermark, mm-hmm. it's it's really impressive. Like it got it's con- a nice. It got confusing when Patreon. you tat- It got confusing when you tattooed a watermark on your back. Yeah, that was too much, yeah. and that cost a lot to get removed. And and then now the watermark goes right over it, so I should have just kept that tattoo anyway. <laughs> yeah. But Wendy's like your patron of your back photo. She's like the Medici um, to yeah. Michelangelo. That's why yeah. I was calling her all yeah. the time. Yeah, like, I know, because he knew I had expendable income um, <laughs> to spend on back photography, and that that's a category that I sort of have separate. But usually it's like back photography of my you know immediate family, which I think is normal. Mm-hmm. And then As he found does. out about how we, much I tended to purchase a gear of back photography <laughs> and he feel like started sort of exploiting that. Sorry, I think that's I, the right I, word. I, that hurts. But, but I mean, well, I felt like you really liked it. And then I did, like, I all like of it. the photos in your house, so many backs, and you still won't put one of mine up on the wall. I There's, appreciate you buying them. Yeah, but. well, I have a bunch of them in the garage, and when if we ever get a bigger house, I'll yeah. definitely find a place. But you keep where... getting bigger houses. I do, I do have a huge house now. Yeah, like the wall is I just, just so have barren. A lot of friends, yeah, who have backs. I have yeah. a couple who don't, but most of them do. But have you sunk nearly the amount of coin into their collection? As no, you have? because they didn't call me at work as much about their. All right. Well, I mean, 
I'll hang them. I'll come over there and hang them if you it's want. It's okay. We're moving. So. I, I, it's in the team. You, no, it's okay because we're going to move tomorrow. So you won't tomorrow. know where it is. Yeah. We're going to just be moving around a lot in the next couple of months. So I don't want you to send people and then we're not there. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I guess I won't send anyone. Don't send them. For okay. sure. I guess I won't send them. Yeah. Don't send them tomorrow. I would like to know if you remember what kind of cereal your back team preferred. <sighs> I mean, it's a sore subject now because so many of them have moved out. I couldn't keep them working enough. I ran out of ideas. <laughs> the pressure like, to pose all the time for them. Yeah, I'd be running in. You know, they're playing video games, which I didn't love because, like, mm. they aren't supposed to be. Technically, the deal is they're on call 24 hours a day. Of course. That's, but what, I, that's standard. Yeah, and we get, you know, 13 to 27 photos a day, which is pretty standard. Then, yeah. you know, that's like <laughs> 16, 17 hours. I feel like that's a reasonable work day. Right. Of course. And then I come in and be like, guys, the moon is gorgeous. Let's hit it and they're playing video games and it just drove me crazy like you'd find yourself in a great back position yeah be like guys right now yeah or something fun happened like a caterpillar crawled on there yeah and (laughs) sometimes they'd be like yeah let's just you put that caterpillar there i'm like well of course but let's make it look natural that's why i got you guys i'd bring them a proof which looks so awkward of me having to take it myself yeah like we've gone past this i feel like they got too comfortable they absolutely did. They're living in a house for free. They're just taking a few photos of my back <laughs> and they just got, they got soft, I think. But, and they love the cereal. Mostly it was a lot of, um, like fruit loops, like kids cereal and things like that. Mm. Um, Caesar was into a muesli, weirdly enough. Mm. That is weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a freak out eventually, didn't he? <laughs> Caesar. Well, what it does like is he, it builds up this sort of like plaque. Yeah. And well, and he, then he did like a shit ton of mushrooms too, right? On top of it. That's, I mean. After his wife left him. Kind of still because classified Because he never came home and was at your house all right. the time. So <laughs> he had like a total freak out. She like nearly broke down my door. You got them all hopped up on muesli. Yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> what about pictures of my back? Right. I have a back, Caesar. And there she is in this shrine that's just everywhere she looks, it's like I'm cold shouldering her. Just mm-hmm. a thousand of my backs <laughs> around the room. Yeah. All right. Here's the email. It's from Katie. Lawson. Home means a matter. Home means the hills. Home means a sage <laughs> How else the can pine. we delay the reading? Out where the sun always shines. I know. Okay. Nevada Day blasphemy. As a fellow native... Nevadan and a longtime Renoite, I've always been excited when David Huntsberger is on the show. I became ecstatic when he paid tribute to Nevada Day on the November 1st episode. Being born and raised in Carson City, the capital of Nevada, I have tremendous state pride for our unknown state holiday and celebration. David sung Home Means Nevada better than me, and I was beaming with pride. (laughs) All of a sudden, he said there were no parades or really any celebration to commemorate Nevada Day. Blasphemy! (laughs) Little do people know there is a huge parade in Carson City on the Saturday before Nevada Day. It has your typical floats, high school bands, Junior Rotsy, J. Rotsy. Oh, R-O-T-C. Yes, Junior Rotsy. And cheerleading squads from all around the edge of the swimming pool of Nevada come and cheerleading squads from all around the edge of the swimming pool of Nevada come politicians and local and not local politicians. (laughs) You guys get your mind out of the gutter and go back and make sense. That's really part of it. The swimming pool of Nevada. That was what someone described oh, it. Yeah, I think well, it's like all that. every all the civilizations on the edges of Nevada and in the middle is just oh. t- 
tumbleweeds, okay, buckaroos, okay. and aliens. But the best part of the parade are the Burning Man and the Whorehouse floats. It's a true tribute to Nevada and all its glory. There are YouTube videos about the parade if you are so inclined. Some of the videos depict a drunken celebration, and others show the state pride and unity Nevada Day brings, both being accurate, both being accurate representations of the holiday. If you are ever in Carson City on the Saturday before the real Nevada Day, Halloween, as David explained. Please go downtown and take it all in. I will still be excited. I will still be excited when David is on the show, as I'm always on the edge of my seat for him to reminisce about his previous Nevada life. But I hope this taught him and all of you a lesson on the true celebration of Nevada Day. It did. I don't care for I'm that. excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear that. I did not know. And if I maybe I went as a kid. Have they been doing it forever? I have more questions. I have a follow up to her email. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. <laughs> home means the sage and the pine. Out where the trucky silvery rills. Out where the sun always shines. So it's on Halloween? (laughs) Well, they've since changed it to like the last Friday in the month of October, which I think... um, So it's on the lunar calendar. They should have it on Christmas. Um, Just go up a notch. They're competing with a legit holiday. Not that it's not legit. It's very, very legit. Thank you. Yeah. You nearly slipped into some dangerous territory there. Oh, you're going (laughs) to... I I feel another email. I'm coming. (laughs) Well, Uh, I got married in Nevada, so I contributed to the local economy. mm Mm-hmm. What sort of wheelchair did your husband choose? <laughs> if that story was about me, I was trying to hide it. Uh, no, he was not um, placed in, on any device because of drunkenness oh, that that's night. So romantic. Yeah, <laughs> he walked of his own accord. Ooh, um, sounds like quite a night. Yeah, <laughs> we walked up to the room. <laughs> My memory of your. You getting married, how many years after college was it? Because I feel like, I don't know if we many, lost. Many, many years. Maybe we, maybe we lost touch for a little while because then all of a sudden I was like, yeah. wait, when did you get married? When did this all happen? When did you meet this guy? I got married in 2006, I want to say. Oh, so it was some years after we graduated. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like a it was year because like we're so young. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to an escape room for the very first time mm-hmm. with Wendy, who mm-hmm. was addicted to them. Daniel went as well. It was mm-hmm. her birthday escape room outing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm super into it. Yeah. It's very... Have you guys done? I have done never... One? I have yet to do it. They're very... I only did it for the first time like five or six months ago. And now I probably... I go like once a month, which for may, probably twice, maybe mm-hmm. twice. <laughs> and I go. It's very fun. It's didn't you guys? Fun. It was a lot of fun. Yes. We did not get out. No, we didn't. However, I felt better when I went online afterwards and I looked up the uh, the room that we were in. And yeah. it was advanced. The difficulty level was advanced. There were a lot of red herrings, which is something I wasn't expecting. No, and I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I actually had improved the experience for me because I've played like video game versions mm-hmm. of escape rooms and... and once you get used to it, you realize, oh, if it's there, it has a purpose. Right. So it helps you solve the problems because you know if eventually this will be part of it. But in this one, there were a ton of things. There were a few red herrings, yeah. That were just, you could sit there staring at it all night. And yeah. It had nothing to do with anything. And that's smart. How many people were in the room with you guys? Five. Like 25, 25 or 30. 
Really? <laughs> yeah, you just and we, pack had, we had three three people who'd never done one before, Five. and we literally almost got it. I mean, we're on the last mm-hmm. clue, and this was my problem with this. Yeah, escape Wendy room. has a beef because usually, if you are on your last clue and you're floundering, the person who's monitoring your game will come over and say something like. Maybe look in that drawer one more time, which was all we needed, Mm -hmm. was how to figure out the pattern of the last code. Usually, if the person's paying attention, they will throw you one last tiny bone because you're almost out. Like, it's different if you're like 10 minutes away. I've only not gotten out. help you and almost sort of And I want to add. It's not, but it's not, like, the, the whole point of it is to have a good time. Like, and... If you're 10 minutes away from solving it, no, I would never expect them to. If you're literally on the last clue and everyone's so flustered and excited that you actually already found the thing that will tell you the last piece. Yeah. Usually in the spirit of fun, the person will come on and go like, hey, look in that drawer one last time. They're not giving you the answer. Mm -hmm. They are gently pointing out to you that you already have the answer, which we did. And usually, because I've done like, I don't know, 10 or 12 of these now, and this is the only second time I haven't gotten out. And the other time I didn't get out, we were far away from finishing it. It was not, we weren't even close. So it was like, of course, they're not going to help us finish it. But other times I've been in that situation where you're racing to the end, the person who's monitoring the game kind of knows you guys did everything right. You have one thing left and they'll be like, are you sure that uh, check your mouth one more time on that piece of paper and then somebody does and then it's like ah we did it and then you get out you like, I feel like maybe she was checking Twitter for a little while there was another yes, yeah. exactly there, there was like a kind of maybe she's not watching the there's game another complication situation. here too which is that the code had to be entered into a thing and if you got it wrong three times it locked you out for five minutes and we had less than five minutes to go so it it's like we could have sat there then for three minutes just twiddling our thumbs because we're screwed. You you know what I mean? So there's even more reason to help us. And and she had piped in earlier yes. over lesser, yes. like, different things. And we- I was like, usually the spirit of it is like, if you've done all of the work, yeah. they will throw you a bone if they know that you like, that otherwise you're not going to get out and you did everything mm-hmm. and you were having fun. And then you're like, oh, well, fuck you. You could have just like <laughs> right. pointed gently towards that one thing for us to look at again. So it was a little annoyed with yeah. the, uh, the administration of the, it's probably just because I care so much, guys. <laughs> Well, and we were so close. The thing she helped us with earlier, too, was annoying because before you do the room, they give you the rules and they're like, you know, don't move the furniture. This isn't, uh, I forget what the analogy was. It's not like a place where you move furniture. I don't know what they say. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was something figurative place. like yeah, Don't like, move yeah. the furniture. It's not like yeah. a place where you move furniture. <laughs> yeah. And, and so we're sitting there and- Caref- Careful I'm not, not going to give it away, anything, but it yeah. was like there was a, the idea that oh maybe we, we signed move an this NDA. Thing. We <laughs> maybe we move this thing, and then it was like no, no, they told us not to. And then she got on and she said maybe you should move it. And then it's right. like well then motherfucker, don't tell me not because right, we were the furniture. stuck because you were trying to follow the rules. Right. Mm-hmm. And yes, so I think that was yeah. She would just stop paying attention. I think, and so that's a part of it. Yeah. It I does sound like now. I wanted to cheat, but I'm actually a pretty much a purist. Like I don't want to cheat. No, I don't. I don't get the sense you want to. I cheat. will say this: yeah. we get cheated the, the whole way through. What? <laughs> well, we kept getting the cheats. Oh, that's oh, not no, cheating. No, that's they a give hint. you hints. Hints are part of the room. Oh, 
Well, that's cheating to me. No, no, no. The hints are there. I think the whole point is to have a good time. So like, I don't like, I'm not there to break a record. I don't want to try to get out of the room in 18 minutes. Like it's fun. By the way, we could go back and because I'm not a genius. (laughs) Do it in like 10 minutes. I know there is apparently a team of magicians who was going like sleight of hand people and whatever who came through this was a story we heard from a host at a game room who they were going around town like trying to set records at different wow. rooms which kind of makes sense they would probably know that seems like something things. a team of magicians would want to do How, what do we yes. do team of magicians? <laughs> they, they, they just invented escape rooms also like what's a team of magicians now the more that i say this yeah. this guy was lying to me right <laughs> Clearly, he I just made they... something up to make us to impress us i bet they hate each other I feel like magicians are lone wolves. I feel like they're very competitive. Yeah. I have a number of them on the junk show and they're they're pretty good uh, like they have a good fraternity among if one another. Know. Ask mm-hmm. them if they go to escape rooms. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Source this for me. I shall. They they adhere to that old like um entertainment code which is like mm-hmm. I can't make it to the show, but I'll replace myself. And no one else really does that. Do they like have really clones? <clears throat> They'll just call someone and they'll just be like, hey, I've got so-and-so on their way. And no one else really does that as well as magicians right. do. Yeah. Huh. That's like an yeah, old entertainment a- thing. Well, they all live at the Magic Castle, right? Yeah. Every- yeah. That's where magicians, they all live there. It's like they a do. Harry Potter situation. Yeah. They like stand up in caskets and close them like uh, Dracula style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the mm-hmm. end of the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that is not just entertainment. Maybe it's mostly entertainment, but it's also just a thing now that I think about it, this story has gotten off to a weird start. And also, maybe it's just entertainment that I'm thinking of. But like where you ask someone if, oh, hey, could you, you know, do my podcast or whatever? Or um, could you come on this TV show? And the person will say, no, but I, but, you know, here's a bunch of people that I know can. Oh, okay. Which is always weird to me as someone, it doesn't happen very often, but it has happened when I've on for the podcast where people are like can i recommend other people instead oh yeah but then i know that i was asked a friend of mine couldn't do a tv appearance and checked with me to see if i was available which i was like i am but i doubt they're gonna call me yeah that's you know, weird for yeah for your spot you? right we right. booked you was it to be on this is us <laughs> they just someone couldn't do it that yeah. week the son the, one of the someone sons couldn't son. yeah. do it the twin son he couldn't do it so he was like I, you could get my friend Allison Rosen exactly it was just like that. Fun TV shows. people like that show you tune in one week and it's like the part of so and so will be played yeah. by Allison Rosen Allison Rosen mm-hmm. they should you know what's not disappointing at all oh nothing <laughs> no, I mean everything has a little bit of disappointment, but I'm saying like you pretty, pretty high satisfaction rating with Omaha Steaks. Oh yeah, if you give it as a gift, mm-hmm. we've done Omaha Steaks a few times on this show, and I it's one of people's favorites. I would say in terms of just the uh, how much bang for your buck you get, and holidays are fast approaching. Order gifts for everyone on your list with the click of a mouse. Get the perfect gift and avoid malls, lines, and crowds. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks and how for only forty nine ninety nine you can get my family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter my code ROSEN in the search bar. That's 75% off. Um, yeah, it's just, it's all so good and you get so much and it's all such good quality. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to my listeners. Listen to everything that you will get for less than $50. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, 
two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus you get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter my code ROSEN in the search bar. So again, take that in, you guys. Enter ROSEN in the search bar because oftentimes people are like, wait, what do I do? It's right when you get there, Rosen in the search bar, and then it'll pull it up and get a 75% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. You know what would be fun? If you got the Omaha Steaks and the FabFitFun box and you ordered them to your house and you also knew someone else who ordered that and you mixed them, like open right. them, like oh, and mix them so it would be like sausages, eyeshadow, yoga ball, chickens, kielbasa, ponchos. And just send it on. Wait, chicken? Oh, chicken? Yeah, yeah. So just send it on with that combination of things. I feel like that would be really exciting. I like for that to get. You know what? I I like to mix my perishables and my non-perishables. Yeah, just a it's just a grab bag. Yeah, just a cosmetics. And see what happens. And Don't and throw protein. the ice in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we have some iTunes comment of the week. Now, something happened, you guys. Did we break our streak? We got a negative. We got a negative. negative? We finally got a negative. God damn it, guys. Last time I was here, you were on a streak of not having a negative. (sighs) Well, we did get a negative comment. I just wonder how much it was solicited, though, by me soliciting Mm -hmm. negative comments. There's something about... You mean... Be the judges, but there's something about it that makes me go, this might be someone trying to just write a negative comment. I don't know. We also have a positive comment. Which should we read first? I feel like I've Ooh. built up the negative. Let's just start with the negative. <laughs> yeah. okay. The problem with that is that then we end on the positive and what people remember is, oh, she's self-congratulatory and full of herself. That's fine, though. Next time, get a medium comment, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and go- lukewarm. Negative, positive, medium. Medium, right. So they'll have like a neutral memory yeah. of, of me. I should have done that. Daniel, yes. why don't you read it? Okay. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. This is Smurfs by Orange Gas Bag. A-R-I-Y-N-B-F is my masochistic addiction, and I feel it only fair to warn other prospective listeners about this. Allison is a wonderful person who is unfortunately (laughs) cray-cray. Each week, she confesses her issues with a panel of funny and delightful enablers who try to convince her she's normal. (laughs) Are Are those all indicating air quotes? Yes. Allison constantly wonders why she gets lost on the way to her psychiatrist's office and has dark thoughts about life even though she has a wonderful husband, (laughs) a spoiled dog, (laughs) and one of the cutest babies ever. And if you like long meandering stories that never get to the point, she's your girl. (laughs) Is this my diary? (laughs) A daily prescription. Prescription of Versed and cutting off her access to Google would surely make her a new woman and give the. Pr- I've been saying that. And give the program some sense of direction. This week's episode featuring Daniel's, her long suffering husband, thank you, Smurf collection, and how funny she thought it was for an eight year old boy to collect Smurf figures did it for me. Were you really eight though? 
maybe maybe 10. I don't know. Uh, I actually don't know how old I was. Okay. Do you know how old you are now? There's no, get a level no, he here. recently was like, oh my God, I'm a year younger than I thought. Yeah, I'm 44. I think you're 43. No. I think I just turned 40. Oh yeah, you turned... Oh, really? I was born in 73. You guys, 44. I assumed when I asked that <laughs> that you knew how old really you were I really lost track Turns after out, 40. Neither like, of us know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I was 43 when I was 42. Right. And then I turned 43. <laughs> I was like, I already did this. This is great. <laughs> uh, I recommend it. Uh, we're meandering. Get back on I'm the fucking topic. <laughs> this is uh, some sympathy for, for DQ, which I appreciate. <clears throat> the poor guy may be the sanest part of the program, right? And he took it like a man this week under extreme duress from his wife and host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In addition to the mentally and verbally abused Daniel... David and Jeff are delightful on the program. <laughs> that what it says. Yeah, I think they meant delightful. I giggle every time David puts on his old-timey voice. The long list of weekly women guests, all excellent enablers in their own right, are funny and fun to listen to. Is it true that Jenna and Al moved to Atlanta just so they wouldn't have to talk to Allison, talk to Allison off of her existential cliff every week? Is this <laughs> Listen to AROYNBF at your own risk. Feel free. Please feel free to give me the go F yourself drop. See, that's like, that was a compliment, though. That wasn't a negative. They like you. I think you were, you nailed it where they were. I solicited this yeah. negative. Yeah. They like you. They right. They like thought you. they might get a read of it on air and they won. Whoever this won. clever person is I know. won. I, I know. I appreciate the but, uh, sympathy and the solidarity. I thought you might. Yeah. They, they <laughs> like the podcast. I know. And they listen to it every yeah. time. So mm. that's not really. Well, there are negative. people who hate the podcast and listen to it every time. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure. Sh- but like there's there's uh, you you had a tweet or something recently where it was somebody complaining about something you do like something about the show and you do this all the time and i was like then why are you if yeah. it bothers you every time the show bothers you why are you how do you know she's doing it every time why are you listening right every yeah week? there was yeah when we did professor blast off there i would typically just ignore you know but i had to i like eventually blocked someone because it was week after week of yeah. This you did this and I hated it. I was like, dude, when you look in a library, there's just <laughs> infinite amounts of things you can fill into your head or the Netflix catalog or whatever it would be. Like, why are you choosing this thing you don't like? It's yeah. it's maddening. I can't have it. Does Bob's Burgers have haters? I think so. I don't pay any attention to it um, at all. So smart. I don't know. I, I don't. That- I don't like I, when we started. You wanted to get a sense. I mean, it's like your job and it's mm-hmm. a new job. And so like, I think anytime we got reviewed or we were mentioned in pop culture in any way was like, yeah, then we would know whether somebody said something positive or negative. Like there was, I think Hollywood Reporter, one of the big, we like, um, uh, what do I want to say? Like trade the magazine, big, trade magazines. Trades. That's what I'm looking for. One of the trades, like kind of like grouped us in with Seth MacFarlane comedies in a weird way where it was like, this is a totally different creator. And you, you sort of realize like, Oh, you get put in the box of whatever kind of show you're next to what network you're on and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So that was interesting to see those opinions change a little bit as we went on. Cause that person who reviewed it didn't care for the Seth MacFarlane comedies and literally like referenced them as they were reviewing us. And I was like, that is very weird, but you can't shape 
how people react to things. Mm-hmm. They're coming from all different directions. So, um, no, I just don't obsess about it because I like, I like my job and we've done okay and we do have enough people that like us. So I'm like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It just doesn't. I think there's something very me. personal about podcasts. That, yes, that, that would be different if yeah. I was just me or something. Something very out intimate there. about the experience that makes people mm-hmm. more passionate in both directions. Oh, and it has your name on it. Yeah. Which is very, yeah. it's not called like Wendy Molina's Burgers. Like that would be <laughs> very, a very different not and unexpected it would direction be. for it would it to go in. That, though, as, a, yeah. as a spinoff. Uh, Lauren, I know you created the show, but hear me out. People, people love women. I think we've all seen that this last year. If you just put a woman name on something and it's like a right. fucking rocket to the stars so let's call it <laughs> Wendy Mono's Burgers yeah no but uh, yeah I th- but also it's like as more people watched us it all became a little more background noise mm-hmm. at first it was like a huge deal if anyone had ever heard of the show so now we've like I like went to putt putt with my son and one of the prizes in the arcade area was like a Bob's Burgers Monopoly and I was like how do people know about my small personal thing I do? <laughs> like, that's oh, how that's I so felt funny. like it was weird that it's in the pop culture now to that extent that you could see. Oh, well, God, I almost pulled my headphones off. That you could see it just somewhere randomly. The first few years, it did not. Like, did some people would did ask me. Did you want to let the guy know? Like, hey. No. I am involved in that monopoly. It did not. No, you know, I don't I even know either. if there was a guy. But, um, yeah, it was just weird. Because the first few years when I would tell people that I worked on Bob's Burgers, they would be like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like as if I made up a show to try to impress them. <laughs> and it just felt sad. So it was just like, forget it. But yeah, now more people know what it is. So. That is often what telling people you host a podcast can feel like. Really? Not so much anymore. But there yeah. are still plenty. There, there are a surprising number of people who still... Like, so what, what is, is a podcast? How do you listen? Right. I yeah. Get, I get a lot less of that than I used to. Yeah. I used to just get the blank stare, like, what? That is, what is that? A, that's a thing? Right. I wasn't a big podcast listener until about like a year ago. But I mean, you know I what they knew, were, right? Yeah. And I knew how, sort of, how to get them. It was just, I'd never, for some reason, I would just listen to NPR in the car or, or whatever. And because I listen to NPR, guys, that sounded really obnoxious. But um, yeah, I just didn't listen to. It's a funny thing, though, because podcasts is just at the level where people kind of know about it and they might know one or two shows, but it's not big enough for it to be respected as a medium that has a lot of genres and a lot where a lot of interests can be in. So, mm-hmm. so like there, there's this guy at work who knows that I'm, he kind of knows I'm on a podcast. He definitely knows Allison does a podcast. And so he'll come up to me and he'll be like, did you know that my favorite murder is da 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 da? And he'll, and I'm like, I don't listen to my, I don't know that show, but he just assumes I know about the, the two shows he listens to. Right. Yeah. You know, it'd be like going up to someone. It's like, you like TV. Have you seen and NCIS <laughs> is doing a thing? You're like, I don't, you know, just because it's the medium. But back up for a second, is NCIS doing a thing? Because <laughs> yes, I are. feel like, why are we all here? If NCIS <laughs> is doing it's a fucking thing tonight, right now. Wendy. <laughs> why are we? Why? I know. Let's get let's go see it. Thing. Is it Mark Harmon? Is it? Is it <sighs> He's the killer. Oh, that would be a great twist That's for NCIS. At the end, Mark Harmon's just been killing people sort of in the background <laughs> the entire time. Well, look, your dog's back. He did play that guy. Ted Bundy? Yes, he did? did? Yeah. He played Ted Wait, Bundy? Wait, I don't know why I knew you that. You knew that. Yeah. I, yeah, he played Ted how Bundy. How the hell did I know that? I don't know, well, but as soon you, as you said he it, did. I, was, I somehow have an association with 
Mark Harmon and this Ted This is when we Bundy. notice you're wearing like a Mark Harmon t-shirt. You got <laughs> right. a Mark Harmon visor on. You're, car- you're literally carrying a DVD looking. of spring. What was it called? Summer break? Summer, uh, summer school. school. <laughs> spring break, summer school, whatever. If you had looked a little closer at some of the portraits I sent you, you'd notice I had oh, something right. out in the lower left. That's this right. is how we'll find out how much David Huntsberger really knows about Mark Harmon. And there's something in my eye, which is why I'm pulling at it as i talk and the listeners didn't need to know but i had to address it for the people in the room well that lady who wrote the thing is gonna be pretty pissed i know about that digression interesting i thought it was a dude who wrote the thing oh see to me it sounds like a lady it's well we should find find out out and then see which one is a better forensic profiler and then that could be a character on the thing that ncis NCIS does on the thing they're doing do you david huntsberger sure know anything about Mark Harmon's sister. Leslie Harmon? I do. She was... (laughs) No, I don't. I believe, Jeff, you're going to have to find out. I believe her name is Debbie Harmon, and she is the Tic Tac Girl. I don't know if there's one Tic Tac Girl, but she was in Tic Tac ads for a long time. Interesting. I can't remember a single Tic Tac ad. I feel like if you saw her... Oh, yeah. It would come a-rushing back. (laughs) Debbie Harmon! (laughs) Yeah. All right. Now, before anyone doesn't get an impression of me as being full of myself, let's read this positive comment. Yeah, let's read it. Oh, okay. This one's, uh, hey, it has to do with Reno. Chaotic in Reno. Must listen podcast. I'm assuming those are five stars. They are. Oh, Oh, they are. I I should have colored them in myself. (laughs) I just finished listening to the latest episode with Lacey, who was at the Route 91 Festival in Las Vegas and was shot in the leg. Her story was riveting, and her message to trauma survivors to go to therapy was great. Allison is so empathetic. She gets to the heart of it with all of her guests. Everyone should listen to this episode and all the ones before. You won't regret it! Exclamation. And when you need a laugh... Go ahead and listen to a Thursday episode. Anyone will do. This pod just keeps getting better and better. Exclamation. Thank you so much. Chaotic in Reno. That is a very nice comment. Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't heard the Lacey Newman episode, go listen to it. I know so- she was at the Route 91 Festival. Um, she was shot. As I say this, it's not, it's no longer the most recent mass shooting. Cause now there's been another one. Who are you going to get from this one? I know. <laughs> 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 oh, um, but yeah, there's some people who I think who are afraid to listen to it for fear that it would just be too intense. And it's really surprise. It's really not. It's surprisingly, um, I mean, it's intense, but it's, it's not, uh, what am I trying to say? She's so amazing. She's and got a great attitude. She has such a great attitude that it's surprisingly inspirational and poignant more than, um, like, you won't listen to it and be like, now I can't go about my day. Nice. Um, yeah. But hopefully you will listen to it and have felt something and have more thoughts about how crazy it would be to be in one of these shootings, which, by the way, I, I was going to move on. But I just want to say... In the face of all these mass shootings, I am thankful that I have a baby that is small enough that can stay home. But like, I don't know how to parent if this is the new normal, which it seems to be. Wendy, yeah. you have a seven-year-old. I do. Um, who has to leave that your house sometimes? Yeah, no, it's terrible. But it's like it's it's everywhere. Like I was thinking last night, I was like, why is there a phrase "church massacre"? And everyone says, "Oh, another church massacre." Mm-hmm. Like that's a thing 
the thing now. Like that's those are two words that sh- that's so crazy that they would be together. What's a fucking church massacre? Like that or a school shooting? Like right. none of it makes any fucking sense. Like it's just it's so crazy and it drives me nuts when people are like, well, you can't talk about it or don't not don't make a joke about it, but don't be ironic about it mm-hmm. or political about it. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm the one who's like, let's fucking take the guns away. Like that's the literally the only solution. There is one solution and that is take the guns away. Like gun control in the UK works because you get on one firearm for hunting or protection. You have to get licensed over and over again. It's difficult to get licensed and there aren't fucking mass shootings. Like stop fucking pretending. If you want there to just be mass shootings, then just be like, I like mass shootings. I'm okay with it. They're awesome. I think they're fun. I like to read the news about them. Like, just be that guy. Right. That, or I they're guess. the price you pay. But don't, for the, for I, but that's, that's garbage too. The price you pay or whatever. That's, that's not true. I don't know if there's anyone true. who actually feels that way either. And people, but people say it right. and it's just like, no, just be the guy who's like, I have a bloodlust. I want to see people laying in the street. Like, cause there's no, there's nowhere in between those two positions anymore. There just right. isn't. When you watch like Vegas and Texas, like there's nowhere in between those two positions. You're either for that kind of gun control, like UK level gun control, which is what makes sense. Or you're a fucking maniac. So it's like, stop trying to pretend to be in between. And as a parent of small children, that's the fucking problem. I shouldn't have to fucking think about that. Because I am i don't have a gun, and I don't think anyone else... Like, I want you to have your guns taken away. I People need to start being okay with having that position and being like, yes, I want your I guns to get taken away. How am I then going to murder the troops when they're inevitably turned upon us? Well, yes, it, I know. Somebody needs to murder the <laughs> troops. One of the things that's... That, so... so it's impossible to get any kind of like common sense gun regulations through Congress anymore. Um, but I don't get the position where they, w- it's like if you are pro second amendment and you're like, I believe in a well-regulated militia and the well-regulated militia exists theoretically in order to help us be armed against tyranny. Like, let's just take their old argument when Obama was president, not the new argument that like liberals are the enemy. Um, don't you see? But like, let's anti-fascists th- are the new fascists. But then why? But if that's the case, <laughs> a well-regulated militia, like then you would have to have arms that could defend you against the U.S. military, which right. is the most advanced military in the world. Which means we need to start legalizing rocket-propelled grenades. We need to start letting people buy Tomahawk right. missiles. We need to have like I need to be able to buy like armed drones. Yeah, predator drones. Predator drones. Right, like, like why can't like, I let's get talk your, about a real fucking get uranium? Yeah, let's talk about. I need against- to start, like, as citizens, we need to start mm-hmm. refining uranium to yeah, like, fight back against the government. Look at the weapons, <laughs> well, like, police forces have. Like, I need to be able to have that shit. Right. It, so, does, it literally like, makes no sense. None of it makes any sense. People just want to be able to have a machine gun, which is like, then just admit you also have bloodlust and want to watch fucking innocent people be- killed in droves. Right. Because like, several right now, times a year. Right, just admit it. Right now, with the guns that they're fighting to keep, that's not enough to. To hate, to help you against the government, if the government no, wanted to take over, you not. are going to. You're like you're like using bow and arrows against machine guns. Like, Wouldn't that be ridiculous. a great experiment if the government just to show that just shut down all the cell phone towers <laughs> for two hours? Yeah. All the militias are like, oh, I'm not getting any service. They're yeah. surrounded immediately. Look, you idiots. This is how it would go. If we, we could wanted crush to you do in this, five seconds. five seconds, we'd have you. Yes. Yeah, we're just in the grips of a fucking madness. Right. Like we're just in the grips of a fucking madness and it is crazy i mean it's 
it's beyond i just don't and and who even knows what it's going to be like when i'm having to make these decisions more because now i'm just like okay so odds are still that it's going to be oh i mean it's you know the chances of it happening are are still very small just based on numbers right so although having someone on my show who was shot in the leg who is someone that i knew when i was a child like this is it's closer than i than i thought you know but um i'm like okay well now i just think twice before going to most sort of public places which is a weird thing to have to do already but it's always kind of in the back of my mind but i don't know how to not instill fear in elliot not be like raise him overly sheltered and be overprotective in a way that's going to you know inhibit his growth while at the same time keeping him safe i think that you just can't be afraid of it like that's the only that. answer i know well because the odds of getting killed is the other as answer bad as would it be is, like let's just all get bulletproof vests the, as bad as it is the odds of getting killed in a mass shooting are still unbelievably low so yeah. it's like you don't need to live in fear um but they there's there's been this thing that they say like i, I saw geraldo tweeted this today like if there had only been like a, a good guy oh, with a gun God. at the thing do you remember the shooting i think it was last year in it was oregon or or maybe it was seattle and it was at a school. I think it was Oregon, and there was a. It was like a junior college or something like that. And, oh, and the guy said the media by like publicizing this, you're sparking this. Well, I don't remember that, but I, I remember there was a guy there who had been in the military, I think, and he had a gun, and he was like, "I didn't use the gun because I was afraid that they would think I was the shooter." Of yeah. course. Yeah. So the it was guys like the Vegas thing said that as well. That, yeah, like, nobody the, yeah. would pull it out yeah. because then you'd be mistaken for the shooter and killed. I was thinking that well, like I was would driving, shoot you. right? Like they might think other people in the crowd. Right. Forget the SWAT team; they might think, you yeah, know, like, you were the shooter. Yeah, yeah. I was like driving in my car back from somewhere this weekend and going through the intersection at Hollywood and Highland, which is always super packed, and it was the weekend, so it's more packed than usual. And like was fresh, you know, the New York thing was like last week too. And like I was like, okay, so if there were like if somebody drove a car, this would be a very bad place to drive a car into or whatever. I was like, and I'm in a car. What do you do then? Do you get out of your car and run to get away from the scene in case they hop out with a gun? Or do you, and then I was like, and what if I had a gun? And then I I did it inevitably come to that conclusion of like, right, if I stepped, if somebody was doing that and I stepped out of a car with a gun, I would be shot immediately Mm, by a cop pulling up. Like it makes no, like we're in the grub stuff. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Like this is, it's crazy. If you're in insides of like a wooden ship, all huddled together and outside the ship were like hung all these carcasses of meat and sharks kept ramming into the ship and biting the meat. And then everyone would be like, ah, and then the ship would steady itself and it would spring a little bit of a leak and everyone would go, I hope those sharks don't slam into it again. And right. some people would go, get rid of that fucking meat. Get, bring the meat in. And they go, no, no, right. we can't get rid of the meat. We can't get rid of it. Just, just hope that it doesn't happen again. Just send some prayers to that side of the ship. Think about it. And then we'd all just sit there in the dark just cruising along, hoping that they don't get crashed into again. That's how it feels to me, you guys. Yeah. So in this scenario, also we could just get rid of all people. <laughs> then there's no one to shoot. Yeah, that's and that so is we. Nice. Yeah, there's just one guy left with a gun. Probably Trump. You can and have there's a no button. one to shoot. You can have a button and painlessly remove humans as a species from the planet. Say it's a, like a. Um, uh, what are they? The popular term? It's like a, a simulation world. Mm-hmm. So it is, you're just changing the program. Would you do it harmlessly? No one feels a thing. They're just gone. Would you do it? And do you get oh, erased why? too? Why? 
Do you get a race? Yeah, you you cease to exist. All Why do humans? that? Why All would you do that? For the elephants. No. Uh, no, no. We just have to stop being such fucking dicks all the time. But Wait, that's the inherent. I, I, of course, I wouldn't because I'm here. But there's a part of me that feels like that's the inherent like duality of it is that we're we're hoping in the same way that like these shootings and things go away, and it's improbable as humans as a whole getting together and being better to like yeah. schools of fish and uh, giant megafauna, everything like all the things on the planet we're eradicating. It's not just us. Get, we're terrible. We're a terrible species. So maybe right. this is how we end. Oh, that'd be so sad. But should we so wait much... till all of the new Star Wars are out? Yeah, we gotta. We do have to wait. Although that'll never happen. One last thought about guns. If you owned the other thing about gun regulation, if you owned one of those machine guns, and it's like this amazing piece of like, oh my god, you're eventually gonna want to use it. Yeah, oh, it's have like something that awesome. Well, they're you can't not, they're not use for your phone. People. people can't not use their phone while driving. Like. Gadgets right. just, that's what they say, right? The, the, uh, the finger pulls the trigger, but the trigger pulls the finger. Like, yes. it's like that you, oh, I didn't remember when you like have that. a gadget, you want to use it. There is something essentially about it. And, but unfortunately, like with guns too, one of the things that translates to is a lot of people committing suicide. And truthfully, in, in countries like the UK and, and in countries where they've implemented gun control, suicides have gone way down because guns are such a quick way to do it. Mm-hmm. And such a, and what people sort of idealize maybe as like a painless way or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the suicide rate goes down. It's not just about homicide. Like it's about protecting people a little bit from themselves too, giving them time to make a different decision. If you, so if you had a giant flashing red button in the middle of your living room, that was like you push this button and you die instantly. You're you're probably not going to push it until that one night when you're just like you just go boop. It's that fucking easy, you know, or or just something that's so cool and you're tired of shooting cans with it, you know. It, well, there's a temptation. I think that there's a temptation there yeah. that that isn't the same if you didn't have it. Like they go, oh, if you if you didn't have the the guns they would just use knives or they'd use cards but it's like i'm not so sure all this would happen if they didn't have that gun because that that gun is fucking cool as shit i'm sure it wouldn't other countries have shown that it doesn't i'm sure it would but just play devil's (laughs) advocate 100 percent even though i i agree i'm gonna leave you a negative comment (laughs) i agree with much of what everyone's saying but i just i don't know that i agree that if i had a gun sitting here eventually I will either use it on people or myself. Not everybody. Well, next time we do the podcast, let's try it. Right. But, but honey, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying everybody. <laughs> okay. But everybody I'm saying bring like, guns. If you're, if you're, first of all, they're fun to shoot. If you've ever shot a gun, like it's fun to go oh. shooting and they're really cool. Um, and so if you're a particular type of person, you're going to want to use the tool you have that you spent a lot of money for that looks badass, that mm-hmm. feels really cool to fire. And so then just add a little bit of, you know, instability, mental, you know, just a little dash of that and that it's going to be a lot easier. It certainly makes these things a lot easier. It's going to, you're going to, the desire to fire it is adding to everything else, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like you have all of the things that make you want to be a homicidal fuckhead and then you add to it like this incredible desire to use this tool you have. The weird thing beyond that is the homicidal aspect to it with like what's been done with them hasn't had like someone opening up a gift and seeing it's an AR-15 like I don't want this shit. Yeah. It's the equi- like people don't have Hitler's mustache anymore. So like, ugh, that was associated with that person. Right. What, people are not doing that with 
those weapons in that way, which is so bizarre that people aren't going like, I don't want fucking Oakley sunglasses. I don't look like some asshole. I don't want this stupid gun. That's what's what all those jerks use to murder people. Because there's still something really cool about firearms. I yeah. mean, there just is. It's like you play Call of Duty and it's just like, oh, look at that gun. And it's like, there's something sexy about well, it. Yeah, they're like yeah, fetishized. Like- and until they're, <laughs> right. until they're not fetishized anymore, guns are here. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. There's so many fucking guns. I mean, it's like they're there. I don't know how you roll that back in this country. So. Well... Um, I don't have a solution to that problem, but I, I... I don't see a way that we could do that. Oh, let me help you then, because I have a, a, a solution that you'll you see a, clearly. Do you have a vision for this? Yes. Do you overwear your contact lenses to save money? Are you tired of overpaying for uncomfortable contact lenses? What if I told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses for every single day? For less, 60 contacts for $30. Do the math. That's a dollar a day. This is half the price of other brands. Go to HubbleContacts.com, HubbleContacts.com, and get your first two weeks free quality daily lenses for half... half. (laughs) No, that was right. (laughs) You said it right. They wrote halves. Mm. Quality daily lenses for half the price of the other guys. Alan Moss, who used to be a regular on this show before he up and moved to Georgia... Uh, use Hubble and he, said they're great. They're super comfortable. They're really thin. Like you barely feel them. He finally saw I, LA clearly. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not up for the buffoonery. <laughs> I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> Getting contacts has never been more convenient and affordable. No more overpaying or overwearing. Go to HubbleContacts.com to get your first two weeks of lenses for free. That's 15 pairs of lenses for free. You really can't beat this deal. Hubble is offering my listeners two weeks of free contacts. So go to HubbleContacts.com and get 2020 vision for half the price. That's Hubble, H-U-B-B-L-E, contacts.com. Okay, we're going to do Just Mirror Everyone in a second, but first I want to tell you guys, I am on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. You can get bonus episodes. And I'm thinking of upping the one monthly bonus episode a month to two b- bonus monthly episodes. So wow. one with a fun guest, one with just yours truly. Cause, a downer guest. Right. One <laughs> with one where you're like, how do I give this back? We just had David Huntsberger on the show. I had a lovely time. People are loving the episode. <laughs> uh, and there's... Um, a level where you get access to exclusive live streams, merch in the mail, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. And if you'd like to leave a nice comment or a shitty one, but I prefer the nice ones, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Please subscribe and rate and review and um, regenerate. I just felt like I needed another oh, word. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's do, I, uh, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? Heidi says, Every time I save a contact on my phone, I have a moment of terror that I accidentally pushed call instead of the little arrow. Yes. I also, like every time she goes to add a new contact to her phone. What arrow? I feel like there's an arrow. I don't know. Does no one get this? Whether there's an arrow or not, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna add a contact. Who to my are phone. you adding as a contact that you are so scared to call? Oh, every all human like, beings. Oh, are, are you? Oh no! I you, put um, <laughs> like I put a murderer's. Uh, Mark not Harmon. only did I put a murderer's 
number in my phone, but we had a deal. And he knows that if I call him, that is giving him explicit permission Wait, to murder me. What if it is, I've heard this story before. Someone gets a number from someone, they want to put it in like, guy from the wherever, do not answer or something to that oh, effect. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. sure. I'd say what? this person oh. might not use an iPhone. Because on iPhone, there's no not an arrow. It just says done. Ah. It's like you could click plus, you add it, and then you click done. Hmm. I don't know. I'm worried that there's someone in their so life that's they're so scared to call. I'm afraid of accidentally calling people all the time. When I go to listen to a voicemail, I'm always afraid that I'm calling the person instead of listening to the voicemail. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, oh, I live in terror of that all the time. And then, and then you accidentally do it. I'm not afraid of it for no reason. I've done it. And then the person calls back and I let it go to voicemail because I'm not taking that. <laughs> and then they, they text me and they're like, why did you call me? And, yeah. I, and then it's like, oh, uh, it was a mistake. How you doing? I've already discussed. Because you got to act like you still, you know, care. I've already discussed my phone fear on here, which is that I am afraid that not only will I somehow take a picture of myself oh, going yeah. to the bathroom, but I will then post it to like Twitter. You'll have it like if that, <laughs> then and that, that automatically it's post like, a picture. I don't know how I would hit three things in a row. Like, <laughs> right. Click. You know what it is? is send Twitter. Yes. <laughs> this it's like, is what it's like four clicks. So you, you, you're. No, I've walked myself. You're doing this. that. And yeah. then you're like. You accidentally touch it, and then in that momentary spasm of horror, you do, and you fumble your phone, yes. and then you touch, and then it, and the touching of it like sends it somehow posts sends it, it as it's it falling could happen, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm now that person who just gives Elliot my phone sometimes because I don't I'm he's broken me I don't know what to do he, he just really wants the phone <laughs> so of course I must give it to him so sure. today I was like he was somehow he was about to post something on instagram nice. so he could it could <laughs> have happened buddy. it could yeah. happen the bathroom photo Although first scenario. i'd have to have the photo and then the baby would have to post it in an act of fucking revenge of some I, kind right now i can hear all the mommies out there feeling like i'm a terrible parent for letting my kid play with a phone but wait but you didn't off. say it i said i'm about oh. to say it i do too because I'll, I'll I'll be getting a text or something that I have to answer. He'll see it. You try to hide it, mm. and then he'll just like dive underneath you and just go for the phone until you give it to him. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: he, he set he's limits me, with us. He's locked me out of my phone. <laughs> so we we had someone coming over, and they were going to text me, and he was like playing with it. He locked me out of the phone for like five minutes. And so I turned off, I had to turn the phone off and then I didn't get her text. Everything okay? Now? <laughs> Sorry, hi, where are we? <laughs> Did you eventually what? get that text? Well, no, I think I'm animated because I feel like, sorry, I think I'm animated because I feel like for some reason this makes me a bad parent. Right, all children, but, all children grab phones now. That's no, like an I, everyday object in their lives. Yeah, I think... We've been indoctrinated via mommy and me that no screens for the first X amount of their life and like this is all bad and blah, blah, blah. And then it, it occurred to me, is it, I'm sure someone would let me know that it is bad, but is it really that bad? Like you're saying, Wendy, these are, this is something that's going to be a huge part of his life. This fear of screens does, well, except I feel like I do have a phone addiction. Well, I think the fear has more to do with them not learning how to be social. So it's not... So it, you, when you go to the when you, <laughs> on the heels of me explaining how terrified I am to ever accidentally call a human, <laughs> right? They, he may learn that anyway, <laughs> even without the screens. Um, you know, when you see kids who are like have their device and they don't, 
have to learn how to like when I was a kid and you're with a bunch of adults, you just have to sit there and listen to the adults and you kind yeah. of learn how to socialize by watching them. But if I just had a device, I might not have spent all that time. You know, so is there oh, a we don't give thing? a lot of devices and shit like that. But I feel yeah. like it's because we never we never like set an exact limit or said hours or whatever. Honestly, he could take it or leave it. He doesn't care very much. We never made it. And I don't know if this would work on all kids, but we never made it a fetishized object. He could care fuck all about the iPad. He has a Kindle thing he got. Like he uses it on road trips, which in the car, it's like, God bless. Or a a plane. Like, that's great. Give them something to do. You know, because they can read books on the Kindle too and shit like that. But like, I don't know. Sometimes like the anxiety around it, I think, Mm -hmm. might be worse. But maybe I'm wrong. There probably are kids sitting like playing games for hours and hours. And they said like it makes teens depressed. Well, that's when I'd worry about it more. It's a good point. Like older kids. Right. I, I grew up with a kid whose parents would not let him eat sugar. And and he would come over to my house and then um, after school and then he would go straight to the Seven Eleven where you know where I would go just play like Double Dragon or whatever and he would just load up with the biggest big gulp and just candy and he would just have as much sugar as he possibly could he'd come home like all jittery and wired and then my mom would get a call from his mom like are you letting him have sugar because he was binging on it because she right. wouldn't let him have it and there's that weird thing where if you deny the kid's going to get it, but you're going to create a weird energy around it that's going to make them not have a healthy relationship with the thing, probably. Ray Morgan says... Sorry, I felt like that. Yes, I agree with you. No, no, you. go ahead. <laughs> Ray Morgan says, why are hayrides a fun... <laughs> Long-suffering. Why are hayrides a fun fall thing? You're sitting on itchy animal food. Yeah, I don't know. Has anyone done the haunted hayride? There's yeah. a haunted hayride in scary? Los Angeles. Is it actually um, scary? Someone was like, it's actually very scary. I did not I like, find it scary. Okay. What kind of scary is it? Um, people will like run out and have masks and things. It's but kind you're of cool. in a hayride the you're whole just, time. Yeah, and it's behind a tractor. If they were behind like a team of horses or something, it might feel a little more like, ooh, this could get sideways. But quickly. they don't want to but, spook the horse. Yeah, and so it's just very like some dude who knows how to drive a tractor. Like everybody on, all right, and he just heads out, and then actors come over and like jump at the hayride and shine things, and mm. it's very. Uh, do any of them try to do any other kind of acting while you're along the you trail? You can feel it. Like you can a feel that energy. Maybe? <laughs> yeah, like because they might think there are agents and managers on the hayride, yeah. and they're like, "I'm going to do something from the play Nuts, mm-hmm. for instance." Like the whor- I didn't get that in my ride, but I was trying fun. to coach them into it. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. nice. Or like if the true a song. horror. A true horror uh, <laughs> would be like them saying, "Hey." Um, can you pass this on to? So I have a script, um, and they wanting to like interact. Yeah, it's yeah. probably just a bunch of actors and writers throwing scripts at a hayride, right? Yeah, pretty much. A lot of paper cuts <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would be really scary for the people on the ride. Just be like, oh, this guy wants me to read his script. How do I avoid him? Yeah. Right, that and if he puts his email on there, you can't here's pretend that you hit. didn't know how to <laughs> reach my, him. Here's my demo. Yeah, so maybe don't go on that. Well, if it's that kind of hayride, it's not a fun <laughs> right. fall thing unless you're looking for clients. Then maybe it is. David, did you end up going to Not Scary Farm? We did not. Unfortunately, we did not. But we were, next year, we're going to go do it. All right. John Schember says, when I see erratic or texting drivers, I try to memorize their license plates in case they end up hitting me. Mm. No, I don't, I don't do that, but that's smart. 
So going back to um, being in traffic and thinking of your exit points, I do that all the time now. I when yeah. I'm stopped, I'm like, "Well, this is dense traffic. What if someone over there just happened to be him?" And I've decided my move is to drive at them, mm. just like oh, rather than squirreling away and trying. I'm like, I, even if it takes me out of my car's headed toward them, that's I've de- I decided ahead of time that's my move. Did, wait, this is they get out and start shooting in traffic or something? Yeah, yeah. Like if oh, someone okay. starts doing that. But to, it pertains to this question, I think, as well. Like having your moves made up ahead of time. So that's what you're going to do if someone gets out and starts shooting? No, no, no. Like if you get or in an accident start, or... Just like anyone squirrely, you're going to drive at them? So like if, if someone somebody... gets out and starts shooting, I drive at them. But you're a hero. What happens in like a, a stress situation? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm many situations throughout the day. Like, oh, imagine what kind of a hero I can be right now. <laughs> Drive right at him. Drive right. At, Where's I, my parade? <laughs> it would just be my corpse as a in a car that's in, like decelerating as my foot is off the pedal <laughs> and just sort of bumps into it. <laughs> my heart was in the right uh, but like getting run into or an erratic driver yeah I, I have a game plan in mind that I jump out with phone take photo of their license plate then start dealing with them quickly oh because one time I was shutting my trunk and behind me at the exact time my trunk shut a uh, car slammed into another car Ooh. which made me be like what just and then I turned around <laughs> <with> my strike <laughs> <laughs> it was the most biz- and then I just kind of stood there because I thought well they'll handle this and then one car that was going uh, I guess from my left to right just mm-hmm. kind of was me after I'd been shot just losing steam <laughs> oh, and rolling along the other one just sat there for a bit and its front end was destroyed it had t-boned the car that was gently rolling and so I started like slowly walking toward it just like someone's eventually going to get out and they're going to exchange information and then the car with the bumper just took off and I was so mad at myself. Like, oh, I should have raced over there and like gotten photographs of license plates. So that's my new move. Oh, wow. That that reminds me real quick. Uh, if somebody jumps, if you're at an intersection or something and someone jumps into your car with an, with a, an instrument like a, a knife or a screwdriver or something or like guitar. that and tells you to drive, the, the thing you're supposed to do is just drive straight into traffic or into a telephone pole or something like get into an accident because... It's better if they were to stab you there or whatever than to go off with them to the ATM or whatever. Yeah. Because that actually is when you. you get murdered. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Don't yeah. go to a second location. Just immediately just hit the gas and drive into traffic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially if you're belted up. They fly out through the windshield. <laughs> well, I that's right. You get out and get some cool words to say to them. Yeah. What if they just thought you were their Uber, though, and then you drove them into traffic and they both died? Well, you the forgot that you're a Lyft driver. <laughs> you forgot that you're a Lyft driver yeah. for a second. <laughs> Freak out. All right. Um, I'm going to do another just me or everyone, but I just want to acknowledge that I, I made an, a pretty unfunny hacky joke and no one acknowledged it. And I feel that I, I, I adjusted to it quickly and I feel that was appropriate. So was thank you. Joke? What was the joke? Daniel said, if someone gets in your car with an instrument, like, uh, and I forget what you said, because I was too busy saying guitar. <laughs> But I think that's a good point honestly, because honestly, advice. that would be a nightmare. Like Drive if somebody right got into your car with a banjo, it's the same advice. You want to die? Like, did you yeah. guys read that article that Southwest is having concerts yes! on flights? And I was like, I would, would jump out of the plane, freak the fuck. I would be out. very angry the if that was happening. The attempts at humor are already maddening enough. Right. The way people laugh at Southwest flight attendants. Yeah. 
just having ever done any level would, of stand-up comedy, it's it's too much. Like, no, if they didn't tell yeah. you ahead of time, and you're on a Southwest flight... I'm assuming they don't tell and you. And then a band starts to form. They're like, we're going to play you off. It would quickly become Lord of the Flies. In yeah. It's yeah, bad. Yeah. If I'm in a restaurant and there's a live band, I'm never excited about it. No, 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 never. Oh, see, I like the arts, but not on an airplane. <laughs> if I'm I, in a restaurant... At a restaurant? At a restaurant, like- sure, I'm rooting for them. I mean, depending on what they're playing. It depends how loud they are. Yeah, and how loud. But you don't sit there and dread when there's a mariachi band like, oh, God, please don't come over here. Please don't come over here. Please don't come over here. Well, that's interactive. That's interactive. What are you talking about? What do you mean it's interactive? It's... It's a mariachi band. Uh, Allison come- always sings with the mariachi band. She <laughs> considers herself to have an open invitation oh. <laughs> to join any mariachi band in yeah. town. A mariachi band comes and plays personally for your table versus yes, that's that's what horrifying. I, I consider that somewhat interactive versus like just a band that's in the corner of the restaurant playing their loud music. It's, it's their worse cover, because their cover that's band what I'm saying. Songs. When I'm saying that, uh, sorry, that's interactive was a negative. I meant that as a negative. You mean like, yeah, it's worse because you're you're forced to smile and go, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Well, meanwhile, you're like imagining quick ways you could kill yourself within the next I five like seconds. I like mariachi bands. I don't mind a mariachi band. I don't. I feel like there's a low level of expectation that you'd be like, wow, about <laughs> that. Like you listen to it and then you clap and, I mean, you know, for me, I have to get up and perform with them. Well, yeah. So I know. <laughs> for you, it's just a heavy expectation. But grudgingly take off your napkin from your lap. Well, these are the rules. <laughs> for me, it's more like the, have you ever been, I don't know why I was on a macaroni grill, but I was no apologies and there was like a lady going table to table basically doing like acapella opera (laughs) and it was just like no one wants this no one not her parents her parents have probably never been was she to that macaroni grill was she hired by Macaroni Grill? Or? Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, she's it was, part of. They weren't trying to stop her. Okay. So either they were very timid, the management at Macaroni Grill <laughs> thought, <laughs> we can do nothing to stop this woman. We've tried. We, she, she's slippery. She works a lot of rooms, though. Her, I've seen a business card. It's Macaroni Ronda. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, Macaroni Ronda. Yeah. And so she's kind of pigeonholed herself, and she gets right. a lot of pasta work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. She's just, Olive Garden tried to steal her. <sighs> that got heated. Yep. <laughs> but that's that's the territory of acapella olive well it's better and than that's a whole different yeah, thing i gotta say though thing. she's a lot better than claim jumper harry oh yeah because <laughs> his guy. stuff is just yeah he just masturbates by the side of your table <laughs> he, what's, don't that's you just, say that about harry but that's what he, he has does. a condition he's got a rash that is a rash jerking off into Absolutely your fucking salad if you even notice it or a child points at it he'll kindly take out a little card that says exactly but what it is th- here's my problem though he literally does nothing else <laughs> like there's no not, he's just going table to table masturbating it's not like oh he's singing <laughs> you call it and masturbation. then he also is masturbating he's only masturbating he correct he plays the rhythmic penis. he has a harmonica <laughs> like neil young no guitar but the hands-free harmonica device so that he can but your eyes are only down there as he's masturbating because you- he's not actually blowing into the harmonica right he's not playing the harmonica it doesn't he make doesn't a- there's no song true 
It's just well, like, all the <laughs> all the like instrumental parts of a yeah, harmonica. As he been... gets more and more excited. <laughs> <laughs> he but that's Harry's charm. Kids love it. Kids should not at all be at a claim jumper now because of him. But he's like, and I'm a little teapot kind of thing. It like, oh, here he not. comes. <laughs> and then he just <laughs> masturbates onto your table. I don't think he's ever finished on a table. Unless someone's asked for it. You were clearly not at my going away party for my last job. (laughs) That's true. I apologize for that. Yeah, I'm upset that you didn't go. I know. I was doing (laughs) an installation with my team. (laughs) All right. Allison. I have a dog to talk about. Talk about a dog. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your butt. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. That's what you are. Say hello to Chug. Chug is a pint-sized, adorable pup. He's six months old and 20 pounds. Chug's breed is a total mystery. He's almost all black with a couple hints of white. He's got the most adorable pointy ears and long corgi-like body. Chug has tons of personality and is a joy to hang out with, so we know he will make his adopters very happy. Listeners can learn more about Chug going to this tiny URL, tinyurl.com slash adopt Chug. tinyurl.com slash adopt Chug. I will put a link to him in the episode summary of this episode. Thanks for being on the show, everyone. Jeff. Tell me where we can find you after I say you guys. Oh, no. Well, I was going to say, newish t-shirts, you can get them, but that that will probably be folded into Daniel's plug. So sure. I'll just wait. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel, where do we find you? You can buy Eat a Bag of Dicks pins still at my uh, internet shop. You can eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey, hey. All right. And, um... You can also get t-shirts at uh, qzart.bigcartel.com. You can find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> Gramblin' Napchip. And you can find Gramblin' Napchip out of nowhere. You can also get the t-shirts uh, at the store on my website, AllisonRosen.com. There you go. Wendy. Um, I'm just at Wendy Molyneux on Twitter.com. And... Bob's Burgers is on 7.30 on Sundays on Fox. I don't know why I'm talking so slowly. I don't have any t-shirts. I'm not. I mean, not anything. currently. You but. get t-shirts at gap.com. G-A-P <laughs> dot C-O-M. <laughs> Thanks, David. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, I'd like to um, say that I, I think I would like a banjo player in my car. They just hopped in, That's... hit it. You can have them. I think it'd be fun. Live That's fun. If we see one yeah. and we're both driving next to each other, yeah, that'll be great because- Starts up in your car, go, no, no, no. Yeah, over there, <laughs> it, there won't be a controversy. We can okay. remain friends. That's you wonderful. You can have the banjo player. I love and it. And I'll go on my merry way. Well, I love that. 
And I've suddenly become very fascinated with the idea of someone who plays harmonica, but only with the hands-free option mm-hmm. and so no that other they instruments. Can masturbate. <laughs> just so they can do whatever. Just play, do magic tricks. Mm. While but mostly playing masturbate. Mostly the mess, and ambidextrous-wise as well, yeah. which mm-hmm. is... Yeah, it's nothing to sneeze at. And um, if you like those sort of things, someone who (laughs) masturbates while playing a harmonica, The Junk Show is this Sunday. It's a variety show here in Los Angeles with um, music and magic and animation, things like that. It's at the Copper Still at 8 p.m. You can find all of my stuff at davidhunsberger.com. My podcast, there's a link to that there. Also, um, social media things and that sort of business. Follow me on Instagram because you might see an unflattering photo that uh, my baby will have posted. <laughs> Not a specific one. I'm just saying. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? At Allison Rosen. And then on Twitter, at Allison Rosen. And the show's Twitter feed, at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Thank you so much for being on the show, you guys. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.